It's time for the top four at four with Lavac and Gaz. Time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gazi Bear, what's the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? We go local here for story number four. It involves the Albany Patroons right inside the Washington Avenue Armory. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Tip-off set for 7 o'clock. TBL, Eastern Conference playoff action. Patroons hoping to get a win in game two of Eastern Conference playoffs. Go out and support the Patroons. Again, tip-off set for 7 o'clock tonight as they take on the Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Newfoundland Rogues. The Rogues. What does it mean for the Patroons to have this game in the Capital Region? Well, it's perfect. You win the first game. You win it big. Now you get a chance. You get not one but two opportunities to lock this thing up on your home court. I I think this is, um, you know, we had had Brian Mariano on, who's, you know, a a colleague of ours. He's he's doing the, the color commentary, I believe, tonight with your boy, Rich Becker, right? Yes. I think that's who's on it. And, you know, he pointed out, like, this has been a team that's been tinkered with and built right and got, you know, better almost every day right up until the deadline to make make changes. And you're seeing it all come together now. So, you know, with the way the TBL works, I get very confused by the playoff structure. Not 100% sure on how they do it. I feel like they might just throw darts at a wall sometimes because this uh, Newfoundland, which is far north of us, I believe – is like a, a, a southeast team or an east south or whatever. They they, they they rank them as like a different part. Very interesting. But you gotta keep winning. You win this one and you could be on to you know on to the next and keep it rolling. My biggest question is is Gaz willing to be punched by Conor McGregor at halftime? I think that's the I think that's what we need. No, I'm not. I mean it happened like uh. Bernie, the the mascot for the for the heat, he took a shot, he had to go to the hospital. Gaz, will you take a shot for the Patroons? No. Come on, Gaz. Somewhere our friend Jeff Turn in Sioux Falls, who works for the Believe Network, is warming up his old wing to get blasted by somebody. That's his thing, not me. I'm going to pass like I need punched. Can you imagine being the mascot? Like how? I just imagine how the pitch meeting goes through that. Like, like you know, hey, Bernie. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Got an idea for you to, like, horse around with Conor McGregor at halftime. Oh, that sounds awesome. He's going to punch you in the head. Oh, wait, well, um, hold on. What was that? Oh, you're wearing the thing. He's gonna he's gonna pull his punch. He'll be fine. And sure enough, he pops him, and uh, like he goes down, and they had to drag him off by his legs, which it all looks like it's part of the routine. But the truth of the matter is, Bernie or or whoever whoever portrays Bernie had to go to the ER. So I think that's what the Patroons need to do. I think they need to bring Gaz out and like well, the most the best local fighter. Is to take a good swipe at Gaz inside a mascot head. No, no, I don't want to be. You just don't care about local sports. I, well, you know what? You mentioned local sports right there. I think the Capital Region. Uh, somebody's calling and tell you it's a good idea. It's our bosses. They're like, you're doing it. It's a spam here. I'm going to let that go. Spam, oh, spam would spam, call me during spam, the show. Spam, 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 The Capital Region needs a good summer sports story in 2023. <sighs> and this year, badly, right? Like, the Empire is... Huh? I mean, we'd let off the show talking about it. if you missed it. Apple, Spotify, go back and listen when you would like. That's been an interesting thing to say the least. Uh, Kumar Rocker was fun last year for the Valley Cats. Yeah. That was a cool well, story. Well, the Empire was fun last year. It was fun last year. Uh, so far, our local summer stories have been the collapse, the fall of the Empire, the Shen Prom softball story, mm-hmm. 
The Valley Cats, no disrespect. Canadian wildfires. Right, the Canadian wildfires, no disrespect to the Valley Cats, but just the attention was a little bit more on them in 2022 than 2023. So far, a lot of summer left. Come on, Patroons. We need a good local sports story this summer. We hope all the pressure is now on you to make it for us. No pressure. No pressure at all. We also mentioned this last hour, and Giant fans were wondering if you're as concerned as maybe we were involving the New York Giants and their running back, Saquon Barkley. If you missed it, Saquon Barkley still has yet to sign his franchise tag. So this is a little confusing. The Giants franchise tagged Saquon Barkley earlier this year. Now with people, and I'm talking agents and players in the NFL, found a little bit of a loophole that they actually don't sign it. They just leave it unsigned. Can't be tagged unless you actually say you're going to be tagged. Mandatory minicamp starts tomorrow, and it doesn't seem like Saquon Barkley might be there. They have until at least July 17th to come to a new deal. Saquon has been very vague. Uh, doesn't want to talk about it at some point, and he was pushed. I think they're open to talking. I'm open to talking. I'm not sure if we're going to get a deal done. Not sure. I don't know. I don't know about my optimism level. Levac, should Giant fan be concerned about where Saquon Barkley is in 2023, and more specifically, that is, is in New York. Um, I think, man, this is uh, this is a tough one because you assume that they'll get it something done because by by most accounts, Saquon Barkley is more important to that offense than than Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones' deal got done. Um. I thought for sure this was one of those deals where, like, behind the scenes, they kind of pull him aside and go, we're going to take care of everybody. We're going to do Daniels this year. We're going to tag you, which is going to get you, like, $10 million. And then we're going to do yours next. Like, because next year we'll have some free money because of this, that, and the other thing. Clearly, that's not the case. And if it is the case, Saquon's looking around going, yeah, but what happens if I blow out my knee this year? What happens if I get Dak Prescott this year? It didn't seem like it was going to be an issue. It felt like it was going to be, going to be done pretty easy. But I don't think it helps when you see the Dalvin Cooks of the world looking for a team and stuff like that. And I would, if I'm the Giants, if I'm a Giants fan, I would rather have Saquon Barkley. His skill set fits exactly what I need. But I'm not doing my job as your GM, as your front office, as your coaching staff, if I don't go, hey, hey Dable, in your offense, how much does Dalvin Cook work like is it can you draw that up for me real quick yeah we can make that work no problem okay hey saquon guess what now we have options and you have to july 17th to figure out what you want to do if we did a power rankings of running backs in the nfl over the last five years you could have interchanged these four running backs and i would have probably not put up a big fight with you derrick henry dalvin cook saquon barkley and zeke elliott zeke elliott's currently a free agent Dalvin Cook's currently a free agent. Derrick Henry's still playing for the Titans. And, of course, he's getting doubted again for another fantasy football season. And Saquon. Months ago, I've had this take for years and still stick by it. Who is more valuable to the Giants, Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley? Saquon Barkley's always the answer. The only reason this is even a question is because Saquon's been hurt. So people wonder, like, okay, can we do it without Saquon? Well, You've decided that Daniel Jones is a bigger priority. Some people would argue you have to do that, guys, because of how ridiculous the contract numbers are getting for quarterbacks. You have to lock in a quarterback. And if you think Barkley's going to get better, you need a quarterback to help him get better. Okay, but Barkley's better. At this point, now in June, I'm surprised nothing has moved either. Like a trade, 
uh just let him go maybe this is the only way both franchise and player could do it we knew we we're gonna we knew we were gonna tag you years ago you knew we were gonna tag you years ago if you have a great season we'll pay you if you get hurt again you are probably gonna get cut if you're in between we'll probably lowball you maybe this has always been the plan for barkley and he always knew this was going to be the plan what also like if you're the league are you looking at you know the giants and the raiders they both are doing the exact same thing they both have franchise tags on their running backs neither running back is signing what else if you're the league are you looking at these teams and going hey we need you to take a strong line because the more we give in the more the system we have starts to fall apart because right now franchise tags aren't worth very much because guys are just ignoring them. And if we keep letting them win when they ignore them, we're going to have to get rid of franchise tags. Okay. So that's an interesting way to view that. Like I'm like, okay, LeVac makes a great point. Like if the franchise tag isn't working, you have to get rid of it. It just feels like they found a loophole because technically all they got to do is sign it. You know, they're, they're not a free agent because the rights are still owned by the team. But they can do what they want. It gives the players leverage. I want to think, I believe it was Josh Norman. Or Josh Norman tried pulling this with Carolina post Super Bowl, where it's like, hey, we're tagging you, we're tagging you. He's like, okay, I guess I'll finally sign it. And then immediately they traded him to Washington. Right. So you, we can view it a few different ways how the franchise wants to. I get what you're saying. Hey, this is breaking the purpose of it. But I think it's so smart of the player to wait and wait. And wait, if you're yeah. not going to pay me, this is your payback for not paying me. Right. I got to, I'm not going to take a hit between now and July 17th. Why would I? I don't have to. I can go out and do fundraisers. I can do what I'm doing. I can have youth camps. You know, who knows how much money he makes for that youth camp? I can let Jordan run on annoying me constantly. Just stand yeah. next to me. Hey, you, pink shirt. Yeah. Story number two. Here's the slate of Major League Baseball games sent for tonight. The Boston Red Sox are in action. You can hear Red Sox baseball right here. On your home for the Red Sox, 95-9 to 986-10. Our coverage gets underway, 7-10 first pitch. They're going to take on the Colorado Rockies at Fenway Park. Come on, Rockies, figure it out. The Broncos were winning a few years ago. The Nuggets, we'll talk about them in a second here. Yeah, they're pretty good, too. The Avalanche won a Stanley Cup. Red Sox, Rockies. The Mets are not in action. The Yankees are not in action. We'll get a preview of Red Sox in the Red Sox pregame show at 6-10. I want to do something that's not even on here. Levac, we have not mentioned yet on today's show John Sterling, the oh. broadcaster for the New York Yankees. No, I don't have clearance to air this in the audio. You can find it on social media. You can't air it? No. Why not? It airs News. on a different station. Yeah, but it's on Twitter now. Don't you just have to say courtesy of or something like that? Yeah. I thought we could do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a dangerous game to play in 2023. Who cares? Because it's on the old station. That's why you won't do it. There's rules to this It's thing. news. It's news. I know it's news. How dare you? Go to ow, social media. Ow, ow. There you go. That's You're a, such a wimp. That's it. That was it right there. I heard it. It's, I mean, it is, if you haven't seen it, so like there's a camera on Sterling. I think they actually call it the Sterling cam. And he, he's like, you know, high fly ball, high, uh, high foul, pop up, coming back this way. Oh, it's coming right. Oh, it's coming. Ow. ow. It like hit. I mean, it drills him, dude. 83 years old. And like, I've heard a lot of people joke about the ow. We all know why he says ow because he is a professional and if he didn't he had to go to a word that was safe because what he wanted to say was like he wanted to sound like yosemite sam razzle fratten snatten blah blah you know like just start swearing because he caught a baseball to the face so i i got i got nothing but love and respect for john sterling i think that was amazing the rumor is that 
behind the behind the scenes, he ran into Aaron Judge and told him he wasn't going on the IL. So <laughs> I'm just want to point that out, everybody, with your with your your free your your spring toes and your soft tissue injuries. 83 year old man caught a baseball to the face and finished the game. Yeah, I woke up to a call from Cantera from Quentin Cantera this morning making fun of that. And I was like, I don't care. Toughest guy on my team is an 83-year-old man. I'm all right with it. I'm all right with wait, it. Wait a second. I didn't even know this. This is a running thing now? Quentin Cantera waking you up on Monday mornings? Yeah, well, first they called me about the Empire. And then, of course, Cantera can't let me get off the phone because he's a Red Sox fan without taking a shot at the Yankees because the Sox took two or three. Well... You know, he goes, and I've been, this has been getting me through, and like the, the, the whole Sterling get hit in the face thing, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm not thrilled. You know, you like two, two, lose two and three to a terrible team, toughest guy on your team is an 83 year old announcer. Yeah, it sucks. It's a tough time right now. I'm glad John Sterling's doing well. That video is funny though. Like the awareness, oh, like you and I are on the swivel when we're covering stuff. Like we're kind of the awareness level. He must be so locked in and has such a cadence and such a. I'm focused on this. I'm going to call the action here. Not even aware where the ball is. Like, you would coming right at Yeah. Okay. I wish Don here. Zimmer was still alive. Because remember when Zimmer got hit with the foul ball and they gave him the Army helmet with the Yankee <laughs> logo on it? So you know damn well Zimmer would go up and, like, hand it to Sterling. Sterling would do a game in it. That'd be great. By the way, did you tease what potentially is on the way this summer with us and Quinn and Cantara coming up? Did they mention it at all? No. No, oh, I'm right. not, yeah, last time Watch. you told me I could talk about something on there, I got yelled at. And it wasn't guys. I'm my boss yet. See, that was a test, and you passed. That's not what happened right there. But okay, if that makes you feel better, go ahead. What's <laughs> number one? Story. Story number one is Game Five of the NBA Finals. The Denver Nuggets host the Miami Heat with tip-off set for 8:30. Uh, Levac, we have a tradition here now in Levac, guys. Not me trying to set you up to get in trouble with our boss. Yeah, no, that's, that's becoming not... a tradition. I can see that. I'm the one who goes out and gets my truck logoed up with our logos, the station logos. I didn't have to do that. Okay, I didn't have to. I didn't have to share. I didn't have to put your goofy name on my truck. You know how many cool points I lost? I should just left Levac and and left your name off. I did that. And what do you do? You hang me out to dry. No, 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 no. You no. hang me out to dry. No. You try to get me to get in trouble time and time again. I even told I told our wonderful boss Howard. I told him flat out. I was like, I've never seen Goss be this big of a wimp in my life. Never in my life. I see. I don't know what you guys. I don't know what you guys did to him before I got here. But Goss is a complete whipped, whipped, whipped little boy in this place, and it's sad. Sad, but Levac and Goss on the side of my beautiful ScarJo, my beautiful Black Widow pickup from Mohawk Chevrolet. I want to promote this. That's coming up. Something really cool this summer. I just wanted to know. Are you allowed? I have four emails about it today. Do I have any? I don't have details. You're not even CC'd on them now that I'm realizing. No, I don't have an email here yet. I filled out all my paperwork and I haven't heard anything. We should go talk to our boss. Something very exciting hey, is coming hey, this I got summer. An idea. What? As the program okay. director of this freaking station, why don't you act like the boss and find out why I'm not getting paid yet? How's that? Huh? Stop trying to get me in trouble. Or are you trying to get rid of me already? No, the 15th is coming. What day is it? The 12th? Oh, I, yeah, but I'm not even, I haven't even done all my, I, I signed my contract. I signed my non-compete, which I, it's pfft, whatever. Who can compete with me anyway? I'm amazing. That's right. I'm, I'm feeling my oats today. And uh, nothing. There's been another conversation. I, uh, payroll hasn't started for me. I don't have an email. I don't have access. You won't even let me into the good internet. The internet's okay. You let me into the guest internet. All right. We'll revisit this conversation yeah, on the 15th. Try to get me in trouble over on picks. Just wanted to know if it was promoted. That's all I wanted to know. And okay. to hear that it wasn't promoted did make me feel better. So yeah, yeah sure email. you did. You know what it is? 
We're gonna we're gonna fist fight halftime of the Patroons games. Levac Gaz versus Quentin Cantera. That's what it's gonna be. Fist fights. I'd take us in that fight. Aren't we um I don't know. Quinn's got, you, know. Quinn's got rage. You can see you it. You think so? He's got, I think if you ever, I think it takes, it would take a lot to get to it, but it's in there. I haven't seen Quinn in a little bit. I want to sit down and ask him what he thinks about the Bill Walton 30 for 30. I feel like that's him. Like that's his athlete. I know he's not uh, a big sports fan. He's like a casual sports fan. I think he would love Bill Walton. I bet you can't tear his like, uh, what was the, the kid in um, uh, Talladega Nights? So I climb you like a spider monkey, old man. Like, I feel like you just. That's what you think. Be, I think Dustin eye, Pedroia is what you know. Maybe I mean, Scrappy, Boston, Hardwood. The whole nine. All right, let's tell us about our, I'm going to tell you about our friends from Mohawk Honda. Mohawk yeah, try Honda. Yeah, trying to get them in trouble too, you jerk. We're going to be there on June 21st is when we're going to be at Mohawk Honda. We're going to be back there. Uh, hey, if you had an opportunity, by the way, to see my video, our video at Mohawk Honda, what happened on their social media profile and everything else? No, I was busy taking over the world, okay? I was I was busy, all right? I'm sorry, I didn't see it yet. Shout out to Nick. I would say shout out to Nate, but Nate didn't show up. Nick was there. Ben was there. The whole I saw MJ. I saw Lindsey Harrodin. I saw all amazing people. A really cool video. Check it out at Mohawk Honda. It shows like a place. Not only do you want to work there, you want to buy your vehicle from these people. You can feel the family atmosphere. They want to make sure you find the right price, the right vehicle. And they also they have had a macho man, Randy Savage person, try to jump through a table. It's awesome. Go <laughs> check it out. Again, Mohawk Honda's always sharing the new vehicles and more across their social media platforms. But if you want a new ride, don't forget about certified pre-owned vehicles as well. You can find those at Mohawk Honda. And one more time, we're going to be there June 21st. If you want to mark it on your calendars, maybe your kids are getting out of school, maybe you got some time off of work, see the selection they can offer you. And if you've got the summer vacation coming, if you want to drive around upstate New York, or you're heading south or heading to warmer weather, make sure you got a vehicle you can trust. I know from experience, I love my pilot. I want you to say you love your vehicle too. It's Mohawk Honda where they always go out of their way to please you. Let's talk some Game 5 NBA Finals action here, LeVac. I will not get you in trouble. There's I nothing don't believe to, you. Nothing to fear. I don't believe you. It's LeVac and Goss here on 95.9. I'm scared. 980. Fox Sports Radio. For now. Well, Dave Matthews, see everything rolling? When the weather's nice and I hear Dave Matthews, I get twitchy. I really do. I just start thinking of all the traffic jams up in Saratoga when he plays two nights. It's going to be... It's going to be lovely. There it is. You've pointed out to me before that I have some odd things that bother me in the world. Like, I don't get mad about a lot of things, but Dave Matthews is one of those. Not, not he the, makes you mad? Not the band, not the music. Dave himself? But Dave Matthews band fans who just refer to him as Dave. Yeah, that's funny. That's like a weird, it's a weird hill to die on. You know, like, oh, Dave, you know him? No, but he's Dave. Everybody knows Dave. And, and then guys gets upset. You don't know person. him. He's not your buddy. Call him something else. You do that for people though. You like Carmelo Ooh. and stuff. You act like you know you know those guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't think I've ever said I'm gonna go see Carmelo. Like I'm going over to his house to play video. games. No, you say Mello. I'm gonna go see Mello. Me and Mello are gonna have drinks. Yeah. Me yeah. and Dave are gonna go hang out. Oh, cool. Where's Dave live? Not at Saratoga. Maybe that's the problem. You know what? No one cares about my take. There, I gave it. There it is. <laughs> You're just like irrationally angry. It's like we switched roles today. You're the irrationally angry one. It's it's kind of nice to be the chill, mellow one. It's kind of interesting. It's a weird world that uh, I normally live in. There it is again. Bring it back. No, get him off. Who do you think Dave likes tonight? I want Dave on there. You think Dave is a Heat or a uh, Nugget fan tonight? What do you think? What do you think Dave's gonna do? Is the ants come marching in, right? That's the name of that ants song? Ants go marching, yeah. All right. You don't have to say in. That makes it sound, it feels military. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs>
I'm dialing. All right. Is it over? I guess is the is the main question that needs to be answered this evening as the uh, Denver Nuggets host the Miami Heat. Nuggets are up 3-1. Heard the argument for complacency. I've heard the argument for desperation. And I just kind of look, I don't, I don't look at this Denver team as the kind of team that's going to go, oh, we're up 3-1. We can chill out. Like, I don't, they don't, they don't sell me that vibe. Like, like, I think Joker's the kind of guy, I feel like Malone's the kind of coach. I think it was one of those things where you just go, yeah, let's be up 4-1 and then we can relax. Then we'll go ahead and take our foot off the gas. I feel like you're getting a real Denver team tonight. Yes. And it goes back to what we talked about before the series goes back to the Western Conference playoffs. That word team t-e-a-m together everyone achieves more Woo! yay uh nikola Jokic, jamal murray malone the coach aaron gordon and rightfully so like aaron gordon was known as a dunker for a long time now he's playing defense can actually shoot a little bit michael porter jr should have been a number one pick all these guys are finding in this franchise a role and i know that's a very patriot like thing i know it's more of a hey uh, draymond green talked about this if you're really good at one skill set, you're going to build a career off of that. The San Antonio Spurs used to build franchises off of that. You had a scorer. You had a guy who could run the offense. You had a guy who played great defense. San Antonio was a way that we saw a team was built like this. But Denver has a lot. There are times in the games in this series since it's been out through the NBA playoffs for ball movement, the best shot, getting back. Jokic, it's amazing to think about Miami earlier in this series. It wasn't about him scoring. It was about him passing. Hey, you know that seven-foot center who is one of the best scorers in the league? Yeah, he's also a top-five guy in assists. No, 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 not the guard, not Murray. The center's a top-five guy in assists. We need to make sure he's not passing the ball too well. If that doesn't sum up the Denver Nuggets offense and team, there's not much that can because that's what it's been about, team and that's the storyline getting here for game five for me. Where in the world is Miami going to find a few players off of the street tonight that can out team work the Denver Nuggets? It's not going to happen. It feels like this could be a celebration night. I know our Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day is coming up in about 20 minutes ish, but this looks like a Denver team that is so mm. tough to stop. Guys, you know what could always stop a team is a true hero. Uh, uh, Tyler Hero <laughs> is expected to play this evening. And Hero comes along with strength to carry on. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero. So, like, I, I honestly feel like it's going to be a, a, a little too little, a little too late. And I feel like if they were able to win anything, he probably wouldn't even try to play tonight. That's the vibe that I'm getting. Maybe hits a couple gutsy shots and, you know, Spurs keeps it a little closer. Spurs a little closer game. Um, but I just don't. I, I think it's too little too late. I really, really do. I think I think this is a Nuggets team that knows what they're supposed to do. And I feel like it's the meltdown that I expect from Jimmy Butler is going to be epic. Because I think it's going to be one of those ones where, like, every time they've gotten beat that they've gone, the press has gone to him, it's been a quick, like, well, we're just not putting enough effort. I can imagine that if if they come out flat, which I kind of expect them to do, and then the Nuggets come out and do what the Nuggets do, where, like, late in the fourth quarter, it's, you know, Joker sitting on the sideline and stuff because, all oh, the game's basically over. Jimmy Butler's going to explode. Jimmy Butler's going to go off. You're talking physically, like, in the game, like, have a big game, like, put up 40 points, or you're talking about, like, have a sideline 
temper tantrum tirade. Uh, I think having a a post game press conference temper tantrum tirade. I think to, this look this could be so bad that Butler may not want to be in in Miami after this. Oh, I just because he's that kind of guy, isn't he? Like I mean, we've seen him. You know, in multiple stops, go look. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I want out of here. I don't like these people. I don't like. I don't like Tibbs. I don't like Minnesota. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this, and then be gone. So, could be gone. I uh, maybe not. Maybe maybe he looks around and goes, "Yeah, there were injuries. There was this. There was that. We should have had this game." But this is, if you count the bubble, the second time that he's he's got into the finals with his squad, and his squad just kind of hasn't anything to offer that Western Conference squad. The Miami Heat, when we look back at this, and even 2020, when we compare it to that COVID final season, I look back at that Heat thing and think, okay, they were good. They played well. They got to the conference finals. They eventually got to the NBA finals. Same in 2023. We're going to look back at this Heat team and say it's truly the most remarkable run of any NBA team to a NBA finals. Non-lockout seasons, that's a little tougher to evaluate because maybe the records weren't what they were supposed to do. But... The point about Jimmy Butler is really interesting because history is going to tell us, oh, he played well. Oh, he got right. an eight seed to the finals. He was a star. He did this. Statistically, and us living it in the moment right now, there have been games in this finals where like, you know, he probably should be shooting more, right? Like, didn't he just say he wasn't a scorer? Hey, is he hurt? There have been times in this. Look, everybody doesn't have to be LeBron and Jordan, and Kobe, and Bird and Magic. It doesn't have to happen like that. I have a a thought about Jokic with that coming up. But he's still really good. I get your point, though. Is he being so competitive that it's going to drive him and his teammates cuckoo? Hey, Jimmy, you got to the finals as an eight seed. That's pretty good. We didn't win. Okay, but that was a good season. No, it wasn't. Like, the irrational (laughs) thoughts from Jimmy Butler in this press conference do make a lot of sense of, you're going to rub somebody the wrong way, whether it's the fan base, whether it's the coaching staff, whether it's Schenectady's own Pat Riley. I could see that. That makes a lot of sense of his too much competitor loses rational thoughts. Then that realistically could happen in post game five if it does not go in the Heat's favor. Yeah. And, and look, again, historically it's happened. Like it, I could see, I don't know. I just it just feels like this is going to be a rough night for South Beach. That's that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting. Because what are we looking at? So so two of the last four years, he gets his heat to the finals. You can kind of excuse away the bubble. I mean, you, oh, it was the bubble. Everything was weird. It was stupid. It didn't make sense. I don't think he's the kind of guy to go. Oh, we were, it was a bubble. We weren't we weren't in a normal environment. Now you're going up against a team. You know, you shouldn't have beat how many teams to get to this team. You did. I, I just don't strike you. He doesn't. Jimmy Butler doesn't strike me as the kind of dude who's going to go. Yeah, but we shouldn't even have been there. He strikes me as the kind of dude that go, all right. Two times in the last four years, I got to the finals. And two times in the last four years, I lost. Something's wrong here. And if it's not me, what is it? And if it is me. Well, well, then I'm going to really lose my mind. So, I, I just I think this is going to be very, very, very telling how this ends. You know what? Maybe Butler and Jokic, and it's been promoted like this. Those two superstars. You've seen the graphics. You've seen like the cool photoshops they're putting on them of what it means. Who's going to get the first one, Joker or Jimmy? 
Uh, a little cross-sport comparison, and older sports fans can remember this moment. You can YouTube it. It's still out there. It's still pretty popular. Remember the moment, oh, boy, I want to say it's Super Bowl thirty-one. Where it's the Niners and the Chargers, that moment when Steve Young is on the sidelines and they actually like get this monkey off my back. There it is, right? Gets the monkey off his back because he wins the Super Bowl. It feels like, and I believe it is, the NBA, when it comes to winning a championship, defines a player's career more than any other sport. NFL fans gonna tell me, no, 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 guys, this guy, this guy, this. We've seen in recent years veterans chase after championships. Remember, right? Odell Beckham Jr.'s got a championship. LaShawn McCoy's got two Super Bowls. There are other players who now you think about it like, oh, yeah, they but, you know, they weren't a quarterback. So more times you lean towards a quarterback. I bring that up because the NBA player who wins it tonight, let's say it's Jokic, I wish there was a moment like that on the stage where, like, they gave him a cape or they gave him a crown or a belt. You're like, you're now a superstar because you have won your first NBA championship. We really, truly view players differently in the NBA more than any other sport when they get that title. Remember two years ago with the Greek Freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, people were like, yeah, he's good, but doesn't have a ring. And then he finally got one. Kawhi Leonard with the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of weird. And, whoa, he got one with the Spurs. But, yeah, but he wasn't the star on the Spurs. But we won the finals MVP. Yeah, but it was Duncan's team. Oh, Wait a second. Maybe he is a star getting that second championship with Toronto. That's going to happen with Jokic tonight. If the Denver Nuggets win, everybody who's been saying, well, you know, he's a stat patter and maybe he wasn't an MVP, but he's not the most exciting player. He goes from really good player to in the conversation as one of the great players of all time. And it happens with just one championship. The way we view players with titles, the way we don't, the whole elevation, the cape, the crown, whatever we want to do, is more for the NBA than any other sport, unless you think it's another sport that championships defines legacies more no, than I a think, professional. I think it's rank. the same for every sport. I really, I mean, every sport. It's you know, why are you here if you're not trying to win at all? I, I'm just, I'm sitting here trying to think. It's, is this gonna? I love drama. I'll admit it. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna watch uh, Stars on Mars. I don't love drama that much. Doesn't it, doesn't look bad though, right? It looks stupid. It looks completely ridiculous. Marshawn Lynch and Ronda Rousey are on it. Yeah. Stop it! Don't don't. You're not gonna watch. You're not gonna watch it. Don't act like you're gonna watch. That it. trailer was good though. No, <laughs> the promo you. wasn't good. Well, I, I thought I it was think good. It's already, I think there's already been an episode that aired. Did you watch it? I mean, I didn't see the date on the promo. <laughs> I mean, the highlights look good. All right, what's gonna be said about Spolstra if they lose four one? Is he gonna become the guy who can't win without LeBron? Is he gonna become? Or is he gonna become the guy who looks around the Miami Heat and goes, "I keep getting our teams here, but you can't get me enough talent to win it." Because he's 0 for 3 after LeBron. Yeah, he is 0 for 3. Oh, boy. I would think he's put Miami in the best scenario every single time. I get what you're saying. So is saying, it him? Though. Does he get to look around? Does he get to look at old man Riley and everybody and go, hey, I need to be in the running for superstars because I'm a superstar and I want to win. He must just love it so much in Miami, and maybe that's it. He has trust in the organization. He has trust in the executives. He's happy where he is that they're going to let him stick around as long as he wants because he's so good. But if you're like Boston, why wouldn't you take a stab at it? Maybe he just doesn't want to leave. But like Boston, he, New York, whoever, yes. whoever it is. I mean, he's he's constantly in the finals. He hasn't won since LeBron. Hasn't won since LeBron left. Just going to put it out there. Let me start some drama down in South Beach, baby. Come on now. <laughs> this is fun. 
And then we say all this, and then they win tonight. We're like, oh, maybe they can do it. I don't know. No, they better not. No winning for you, Miami. It's over. Too many injuries. No hero nonsense out of you, Tyler. None of it. I want it done. I want it over with. I want you. I want you eliminated and exterminated. All right. I see what you did there. I got an appointment coming up on Wednesday with our friends over at US X Pest Control. Eight o'clock, bright and early at Levac, making sure that everything goes well. And it already has. Like I'm looking around thinking, like, I had a conversation with my wife Jordan the other day. She goes, You know, I'm starting to notice something about you. I'm like, Oh man, I know. I'm not now I'm not sleeping well. I can shave and get a haircut. No, no, no. That the US X pest control situation has worked for our home. I don't see any bugs around here. Like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I had a, a very similar situation. My daughter and her boyfriend had friends over for like a cookout. And everybody's like complaining about bugs out front, but not in the yard. And I'm like, well, you know why? USX pest control. Like I got that taken care of. That's that's a me thing. I did that. You're welcome. You're welcome for living in my non-mosquito and tick-free <laughs> environment, huh? You're welcome. USX pest, free, free inspection. I come to the house. Go around, explain everything to you, let you know what they recommend. You go through the whole thing, and you're good to go. You're on your way. Uh, I have the non-chemical pest exclusion package, which used to be known as cat guarding, but it's been taken to that next level. And, of course, they sprayed the yard to keep the, the mosquitoes and everything out. It's been phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. Make sure that you get a hold of USX Pest Control. Schedule your free inspection today at usxpest.com. Oh yeah, a little energy. Oh, push the push the pace, if you will. Uh, it is time for uh, you know we just a couple things, just a couple things. I mean, we are going to do our play of the day. Uh, we are going to do some other stuff. It, it, I don't know the officially, but is I believe I believe Tyler Hero is going to play tonight. He said, "I believe that's the belief. The belief is the belief that that a hero could come along." Oh, I almost played that song too. I didn't know where it was. I'd like that song better. Oh, I should have played that. Oh, well. The uh, Not the only basketball playoff tonight, the finals, but also the Albany Patroons absolutely took the rogues behind the woodshed in their home court on Friday, scoring like the highest in the history of playoffs for them for 134 points or whatever it was. So they can end it tonight, 7 o'clock. I've heard three different pronunciations of the city – the team that they're playing. I've heard Newfoundland Road. Newfoundland. I've heard Newfoundland. You know, put a little more on the A. And I've heard Newfoundland. Newfoundland. John DeTulio. I heard that pronunciation on WGY this morning. Three different pronunciations. If you want to hear how it's correctly pronounced, maybe. Brian Mariano. Rich Becker, I believe, is on the call with him on TBL TV tonight. Those guys will tell you how they decided to pronounce the name tonight. When I was a younger man, guys, um, I was uh, fickle. We'll say I was fickle when it came to females in my life, okay? And I remember at one point, um, I was I was air quote dating this lovely young lady, and my mother just kind of glanced as I was taking her out to lunch. My mother glanced, went eh, and I came back. I said, "That's kind of rude, you know. This is my girlfriend." And my mother looked me in the eye and said, "I'll learn their names when they're going to be around for more than two weeks." <laughs> Don't bother learning the Newfoundland Rogues' names, okay? <laughs> okay. Just don't bother. As Mama Levac would say, this is a one-night fling, my friend. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Time to, time to get the Patroons marching on to the next round, okay? I've been, I've been fielding some calls today. Maybe if you've had to call in and be like, 
I knew it. That Lovacky guys, it's Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland. Those dummies. They better have a good pick later, too, or else. And J.J. Watt, too. Oh, you and J.J. Watt. Like, what is it is the it is the worst one-sided rivalry in the history of mankind. Do you know there's some people listening right now that have no idea the J.J. Watt, me, rivalry? That's basically over at this point. Now he doesn't play anymore. It, it never it never started. Like, you you were a D3 offensive lineman at Hobart. He was a monster that went to Wisconsin and then, like, completely led his franchise to to goodness with a, with, with a crappy front office and, and head coach and everything like that. You, you, you don't have a rivalry. Here's the problem with Pizza Boy. All right, Pizza Boy is running around allegedly delivering these pizzas, and he could not wait to get on social media. Ugh, look at me. I'm lifting. Ugh. What was his old phrase? Wake up to greatness. Hashtag greatness. I don't even I, remember. It was so dumb. I don't either. I just used know that. to use it to go. Used to use it on the gym. Rise and grind. Rise and grind. Was that what it was? I don't know. It was dumb. Whatever it was, I can promise you that. And every day, need to tell us how hard he was working. What a loser. Yeah, they turned that into millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. You're just jealous. You freaky long arm people probably all like have some kind of weird rivalry. Us, us people with normal appendages would never understand. What people don't realize is that Gaz is built like um like a like a mid thirties Johnny Bravo. So he's got the belly, but also the really long arms and really short legs. Like I think what I think like when he was being made, they were like, Oh, his arms are too short and they pulled on him and they pulled too far, but it like made his legs shrink. So like anybody who's got a big wingspan, I think Goss has a rivalry with. And JJ Watt is the latest that he hates the most and it's really sad because I, I, J.J. Watt's a heck of a guy. He's done good things. You know what? The Texans honoring, yeah, he's the greatest Texan of all time in the sense of that franchise, not the state. Andre Johnson was probably in that discussion at one point as the greatest Houston Texan of all time. Arian Foster's career was a little bit too short, but J.J. Watt's the greatest Houston Texan football player of all time. Okay, I'll give him that. Wow, look at you. Not We're a great, growing. Not, We're growing. Not a great list. Ask back to my body build, though. You know what's even odder about the long-armed thing? That occasionally, this is such an inside joke, I'll occasionally send you pictures of somebody we've worked with in the past who's called the consultant for sports radio who has really short arms. <laughs> Wait, our, our, oh, all right, I got it. I'm with you. All right. If you ever follow us on social yeah. media, there you go. So not only am I Well, that guy's built like a potato. He's <laughs> such a potato. That guy, is, he's literally, <laughs> like, he's a human potato. He's worked in this market. Yeah, he, he has worked here. People I probably believe know. in this building, no? Uh, I don't know about this building, wherever, whatever was originally the building. Like, I, I don't know this building. I wasn't allowed here for a long time. I still am barely allowed here. I still don't have <laughs> access to internet or anything like that. Um, the point of me bringing him up was that if you have a quality in your body that you see the opposite of in other people, then you wonder, is it me or is it them? That's what I think I take away from those pictures. I don't know. Yeah, you completely went. I, are you drinking? Have you been drinking during today's show? You can tell me. I won't be mad at you. I'm delirious. I haven't yeah. slept. My voice is going. <laughs> you hate J.J. Watt so much that you stop making sense when his name comes up. He's going to be. When are you going to go in the Hobart Ring of Honor? Not anytime soon. There you go. There you go. That's another score for, for maximum wattage. J.J. Watt. Um, LeVac and guys, Wednesday, we're going to be live over at Mohawk Chevrolet, uh, right up there on, um, uh, was it route 67 off of exit 12, I believe in, in, in Boston spa. Yes. And if those who haven't seen it yet, you're joining us late, please go to social media and check out LeVac's 
ride. ScarJo looking sweet. Yeah, Ooh. picked her up this morning. It's funny. I this is how this is how bad the communication is in my household. Um, I went this morning. I went early. I, it was she wasn't quite ready yet. She was getting finished up. So they were like, "You can hang out for another forty minutes or whatever." I'm like, "No, I'm out here. I got I got stuff I got to do. I got to do my techie stuff." So I'm on my way home. My kid is up is up there now getting her oil changed. So I'm texting her. I'm like, "Yeah, I couldn't pick the truck up yet." Blah blah. She's like, "When are you supposed to pick the truck?" I was like, "This morning." She goes, oh, "That's weird. I'm here now." And like that was the back and forth. Was like, "What? Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> um. So I so I ended up going. I can get. I'm ready to go. Very excited. Going to add a couple more little flares to the Black Widow Silverado on Wednesday when we're there. But right now, this is how I'm going to pay for those flares. The Chevy, the Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day. Find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. I would like you to go first because I'm wondering if your play is the same as my play tonight. No, because I can't see you laying nine. I don't think you have the, the Goonie Goohoos to lay nine. Give me the nuggets with my nuggets to go ahead and lock this thing up. Let's hang the banners Start the band, blow up the confetti, Nuggets win it all. It's over tonight. Five-game series. Nuggets, I'll lay the nine. I told you I was taking Denver in five. The nine, I looked at the slate of Major League Baseball games, and we were about, what, 45 seconds before we came on the air, and I was thinking about it all day. I'm like, boy, there's not a lot here. And then I saw the number one more time. I saw nine. We will talk about this more in football season, but there are certain numbers that jump out to me. 48 and a half, double-digit favorite, and a home dog in a division. Those are some of my favorite plays in the NFL. A nine in basketball. I love it, LeVac, because no one's, oh, no, the Heat are going to keep it close. The Heat have been competitive in this series. Now the, yes, Denver closes it out tonight. Denver wins. Denver wins by more than nine. They win by double digits. They celebrate the championship. And I'll add a little bit more to that, too. There's another nine in there. 209 and a half I got for the over-under. Under. So Denver under? Denver right. pulls out. They're going to be out by like 15, 17. They pull out the starters. They get the celebration from the crowd. Kola Jokic gets the standing ovation from Denver. They celebrate the championship. First, the Avalanche. What, last year? Now, the Nuggets. The Broncos not too far as well. The Rockies figure it out. Yes to the nine. Yes to Denver. Right. We have the same bet tonight. You're going under and the nine. All right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do a little little parlay as well. I don't know. Maybe I'll get into this. Maybe I'll play around a little bit. Ooh. I have I will uh, I will say it. I'll do it. I'll knock on wood while I do it. I have not missed a finals bet yet. Never lost. Never lost this year. This year. Not never. This year. This my finals wagers. I've had the right side on every one of them. Even some of the stuff where I've done like like jokers, triple doubles, things like yeah. that. I've had the right ones every night. So I knew you were on a winning streak for the last two games. I knew you hit game three. I knew you hit pew, game four. Pew, pew. Game one and game two. Yeah. Pew, pew. Ooh. Pew, 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 pew. I'm like eight and oh on the finals. Pew pew. Go make it nine and oh. Pew pew. Tonight. Here we go. Uh, excited about it. thanks to our friends at uh, Mohawk Chevrolet for uh, for sponsoring the play of the day, even though it usually sucks. But lately I've been on a heater, so it's it's a little they're probably slightly proud to be a part of of this this jam at this moment. Speaking of Mohawk Chevrolet, we will be there this Wednesday. Make sure you come on by. With Car Bravo, you have that amazing ability to, you know, buy or sell your vehicle from just about anywhere in the world. And when you buy with Mohawk Chevrolet and Car Bravo, any make model, 
126 point inspection, all these great things. You get the Mohawk Chevrolet family experience, and you can buy any any kind of vehicle. I mean, me, I'm all about the bow ties. You know what I'm saying? I get me a Silverado over here. Even the computer understood how great that was. <laughs> I get me, I get me a Silverado Black Widow. I'm living the dream. I got nowhere else to look. I got nothing to look for. We'll we'll search Car Bravo for a Camaro though. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. But like that's the thing is now you've got that amazing Mohawk Chevrolet experience, service, selection, sales, everything is perfect. And now you can do it for any make, model, any brand, anything. It just doesn't get any better than that. So make sure you find new routes, Car Bravo, over to Mohawk Chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you. Covino and Rich coming up next. Levesque, guys, back tomorrow starting at 3 right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.